This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 779. One way to get into American music and participate in conversations. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, you'll learn a little bit about the history of American music, and you'll get one activity that you can use to stop feeling on the outside of conversations when the topic comes to music. Hey, Jessica, are you feeling musical today? <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling melodic and harmonious. <laughs> melodic. <laughs> I don't think you could say that. I don't think I've ever heard are... that used in that way. <laughs> but hey, you just, just did. That's fun okay. adjectives. <laughs> Whatever. Um, oh, here's a good question, Lindsay. What was the, what's the last song that you heard? What's the last song well, you listened to? Geez, I listen to a lot of songs on my way up to Maine, and the person I was with is a country music fan, which I don't like. So, no. but we did, oh, we, did, no. we did listen to a little bit of Cringe Clearwater because we both love that, and that was good Me stuff, too. you know. So, CCR, uh, let's see, Fortunate Son is a good one. Love that. I love I love some CCR as well. My dad had those albums growing up, and yep. so he had all the old albums from like the '60s and the '70s, yep. and so I would like listen to them on vinyl. Yep. Um, CCR for sure. My son just got into um, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh. Well, I mean, cause of me, but um, <sighs> he really likes the song uh, "Off the Rails on the Crazy Train," <laughs> and we've listened to that like ten times in the past two days because he just loves it. <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> um, but we do have some lessons about uh, Americana music in um, our course. Yeah. Because there are so many musical styles and genres that come, that started in the South. Oh, it's so right? true. Yeah. It's interesting. And, and I want, and I feel like, why do you think that is, Jessica, that so many music genres started there? So many authentic ways of creating music started in that part of the country. What it, it, the the dire situation mm -hmm. and the need to reflect oneself exactly. and to um, seek some freedom somehow, yeah, right? So yeah. a lot of it started um, with the slaves, and they would mm -hmm. bring different musical traditions from the various countries in Africa that they came from, mm -hmm. um, and they only had limited time in which they could actually um, like hang out and yeah. like socialize, mm -hmm. and so this was spent in very expressive and creative. And I think jubilant ways in some sense, but also that's where the blues came from. And I yeah. think there's also, um, and then uh, later on, like once their uh, the, their owners uh, made them become Christians, then it was transferred into gospel music as well. Right. And there's all these offshoots of like this central situation that started in the Deep South mm -hmm. during slavery. So yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the stories about uh, these musicians are incredible. Like Robert Johnson, for example. Um, he's one of the most famous blues guitarists and songwriters. He wrote his own songs. And it was said that he traded his soul to the devil so he could mm -hmm. have this massive amount of talent. Yeah. You know, I don't know. There's just so many amazing stories coming from <laughs> this like, community I love that. this time. I love that. And I especially love the story of Elvis, right? Because that is one of the interviews that we did in the course, right? So we went yes. to, I went to Tupelo. Um, is that Mississippi? I can't remember now. I think it was Mississippi, which is where Elvis yeah, was, Mississippi. grew up. And I interviewed a woman who worked at a, a drugstore where Elvis got his first guitar. Do you remember the story so more or less? Amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. It's incredible. Um, so yeah, this was so amazing. Elvis, the king of rock and roll, you guys. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah, he's a white dude. And a lot of what we're talking about comes from the African American community. Right. Um, but Elvis was also part of this community in Mississippi, mm -hmm. right? So he recorded at Sun Studios alongside all these famous African American musicians. Mm -hmm. So he comes from this tradition. He's from that area. Um, but anyway, yeah. So he, he wanted, uh, like, a, not a BB gun. I think he wanted like a rifle for yeah. his birthday. And his mom took him into this shop and she's like, nope. Nope, you're yep. not getting that. Yep. And then um and then he wanted a bicycle but his mom couldn't afford it. Right. And then like a either a neighbor was was shopping in the store or worked at the store. Right. I can't remember. But yeah. this neighbor was like, "Okay, you need to get this guitar." And like Elvis didn't even wanted it first. That wasn't his first choice. And this guitar changed the course of musical history. It's incredible. <laughs> it's so cool. And it, it is especially cool when you hear the story told by this woman with her deep southern accent like she has a I mean yeah. this is Mississippi like it's the deep south she has a relatively yeah. deep southern accent and this kind of twang and it just it can only be told with that voice it's really interesting right? really interesting yeah I mean, I love the Southern accent. It's like, it's a little bit slower, which one would think would make it easier to understand for non-native speakers. Yeah. But like you said, this twang, like the, the vowels are s rounder. The vowels are so much different than the way you and I talk yeah. that um, it could be confusing if you've never heard this accent before. It can be, especially if you guys are traveling in the South, maybe you're going to New Orleans, you might hear it, you're going to Georgia, South Carolina, you need to be ready for it. And so we did interview yeah. quite a few people, especially in this, um, the, well, obviously the Deep South module, you'll hear some really deep Southern accents. Wow. Yeah. It's awesome. Love it. Love it's it. so cool. Just to be able to have like this one course and know that you're going to hear the Southern accent, the New York accent, yeah. the, you know, yeah. California surfer accent. Like these are all completely <laughs> so <cool>. different. <laughs> um, yeah. So Lindsay, did you ever get into like this era of music, like blues and jazz and early rock and roll? Not really. I mean, beyond just like I said, I love CCR. I think that came a little yeah. bit later. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> but, it, you know, he, they are one of my favorite kind of like, um, I guess you call them classic rock, but I never really got totally. into that era of blues. Not really. No. It sounds like you did, you know, though. I did. I had a phase. Yeah. Um, I always like, I've always loved music and this, like the whole genre of, of jazz and blues, mm. just, it's such a huge universe to dive into. I didn't know where to start. And then, um, I, but I was curious and I wanted to know more about it. And I was lucky enough to work with a teacher in Taiwan who was a jazz musician. Oh, and so cool. he recorded like three, like enormous DVD length stuff full of music 
for me. And it was like this jazz education. And then um, a year later, we were traveling through the States and we were in Memphis and I went to Sun Studios and hearing all these stories of uh, like where the blues began, where rock and roll began. And then I started reading more about it. So I read the biography of Muddy Waters, which guys, oh my God, if you, biographies sometimes are boring. But if you choose any early jazz or blues musician, it's like, there's like gangster stories, man. There's like (laughs) guns and drugs and like just, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And so for our listeners, what is Sun Studios? What is that? What does that mean? What is that? What is that place all about? And how is it special? Today, we're talking with Jessica about how to build cultural knowledge about music in the U.S. This is one of those topics that could come up at any time when you're around native speakers and you need to have something to say. That's one of the seven secrets to connection in English. Want to know the other six? Get our free video lesson at allearsenglish.com forward slash secrets. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash secrets and watch your video right now. See you there. So Sun Studios is a recording studio in Memphis, Tennessee, and it was one of the first ones to uh, try and get African-American voices recorded, Mm. right? Um, Because obviously at the time, um, there was complete segregation still. Um, There wasn't any more slavery, but that culture was still present, very present. And so African-Americans didn't have the opportunities to try and be in the music industry. Mm. So Sun Studios was really a pioneer. They even went to a prison and, wow. like, recorded a group of, like, four dudes who later sort of became famous. Like, their album is really popular. Wow. And then, like, I don't know. There's all these, like, crazy, crazy stories. So I would really encourage you to um, do some research, guys, on Sun Studios and just just choose, like, one musician, right? Read about this person. Mm-hmm. Listen to some of their music. Um, yeah. Choose some stuff that you like and, like, share it with another person because I promise you guys fascinating fascinating history of America here yeah I love that and this is you know this is an assignment that we're going to throw out for you guys today because you know as we've been doing interviews this past week last couple weeks for the Boston Adventures a lot of you guys have told us that you know your biggest challenge is not having that cultural understanding of the topics that people are talking about and this is one topic that does come up sometimes with native speakers and you want to be able to participate you know I think I need to do this assignment too (laughs) but 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 that's like, on the last episode, we talked about, um, like exploiting one lesson to learn as much as you can, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's what we try to do with all of these interviews. So through the topic of this like niche sort of musical topic, right? Jazz and blues. You learn about the history of America. You learn about views in the South. You learn about racism. You learn about the the history of the African-American community. I mean, there's so much wrapped up in like one lesson like this. Exactly. um, That it's invaluable. And none of this stuff you're going to explore on your own because you probably Probably don't even know what's out there or you don't know where to start. Exactly. And once you have this information, you start to build up kind of this 
this culture of thinking again around these these American ideas, this, this cultural, you know, basic cultural knowledge, you'll get more confident to to jump into those yeah. conversations that you hear people having around you, and you won't totally. feel like such an outsider. I get the feeling you guys feel like outsiders sometimes when you're talking to native speakers, and sometimes it's because of the language, but not always, right? Sometimes it's because you don't feel that you have the cultural topics to discuss. Exactly. I mean, there could, we probably use uh, pretty easy words if we're talking about music and who we like. But if you don't know the name of the person or the band or where it comes from, then what are you going to say? I mean, even like Led Zeppelin is one of my favorite all time classic rock groups, and their music is tied to the blues. Mm -hmm. Um, The Beatles also explored that. Like all of the stuff that you may know, they draw their roots, their musical influence influences come from what we're talking about today, the blues and jazz. Interesting. I love that. I love that. So we have, so we wanted you guys to go ahead and actually do this, do what we're asking you to do today to kind of build your cultural knowledge. And then if you want to keep going with it, and if you feel that this is what you need to do, you need to build these cultural kind of background skills, then get into our course right away. Just go over to allearsenglish.com forward slash connection and get right in. But if you want to start with the free video lesson first, you can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash secrets, get your first lesson for free. You'll get an overview of the seven things you need to to focus on to be uh, well-connected in English. Cool. <laughs> there you go. It's awesome. Yeah, this is um, this assignment today, guys, this is like a small example of the type of reflections we do after every lesson in the course. It's all focused on exploring the culture, what you can contribute to these conversations. So this is the part that gets you over that gap. Love that. Very cool. Such an important topic to to come back to. And I think I'm going to get started on my assignment now. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) That's awesome. I'm going to listen to some blues today. I'm inspired. Oh, love it. Love it. All right. Very cool. Thanks for hanging out and talking about music. Good topic today, Jessica. Awesome. Enjoy the rest of your day, Lindsay. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.